Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So come live or listen. Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Hi. Let's watch This is Carl. Movie. I'm Mike Spren. On YouTube I wrote Michael this song. Spiegelman. My Let's turn-ons are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. Oh, thanks very much, Carl Halt, singing the theme song to this show. Hi, everyone. This is Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Hello. I'm very excited to have a special mm-hmm. co-host. Hi, Sherilyn Connolly. Hey, that's me. Hi, Mike. How are you, Sherilyn? Well, you know, I just have to say, um, in spite of the whole thing about like, hi, I'm a friend of mine, the whole the whole Carl thing on there, I refuse to believe that that was not made by one of those, I'll do anything for $5 uh, oh, from one of those are sites. Are you talking about my theme song? I'm talking about your theme song. My first I thought was like, oh, Mike's, Mike, one of those things where it's like Carl. $5 for any odd job. Well, and you I asked my Carl, can you make sure you mention our website, Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. Dot com in the introduction sure. and also mentioned that we don't really have a, a Twitter presence but we do have a Facebook group and I said just mention that so I haven't listened to it yet oh okay okay yeah so hopefully he got out that information well, it, was, and it was five dollars well spent because I refuse to believe you didn't pay five dollars for it at fiverr.com <laughs> yeah I believe I think that is that what the URL yeah. is yeah fiverr.com so we'll do your theme song for five dollars no for the record my friend Carl did not get paid I think we need actually what we need to do we need to start a Kickstarter to raise the five dollars to have someone on Fiverr do a theme song and then we'll compare it it to Carl's. All right. Yeah. Well, we let's let's actually. This is the this is more of a GoFundMe kind of thing. We'll start a GoFundMe page to raise the five dollars to get someone to do the song. To just mail me care of this station, MutinyRadio.fm, a five dollar bill. Yeah. And I will keep five dollars. No, I will give five dollars to Carl for his time as well. I will take the other five dollars and go to Fiverr.com. Okay. And get another theme song. Give give till it hurts, people. (laughs) I'll tell you what. If you give me a theme song, I will send you five dollars cash. So just uh, in the mail, and uh, we'll play it. Over Carl, but I got to pay Carl five dollars. Yes, though, yes, so. you do, sir. Uh, hello, uh, Sherilyn Connolly is the film critic of SF uh, uh, Weekly magazine and website, and it's great to have you here. You Thank are also you. Uh, proprietor and uh, uh, creator of uh, Bad Movie Night. 
Uh, not creator. Not creator. Ty McKenzie. Uh, yeah, Ty McKenzie and Jim Forniatis created it, and I pretty much kept it going out of pure will for the for the final Curated. eight years of its lives. Yeah, eight years. Eight years. Yeah, it was about two years went into it when there, the Jim Ty schism happened, <laughs> and uh, that's a different podcast. Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, so that was at the Dark Room in San Francisco. We have been riffing. Uh, I've been part of this crew. Uh, bad movies every Sunday for ten years. Yeah, so, from uh, March of 2014, uh, March 27, 2004. Wow. Through the 29th, I believe it was, of uh, 2014. That's incredible. So yeah. How many movies do you think you've riffed, live riffed? Uh, I actually did the math on that once. What's I did. Oh, and I don't remember right now, but whatever. It's, so you got to figure, you got to start with a base of um, 3,600 movies. Okay. That's not even right at all. You got to start with a base of, of 520 movies. I immediately thought at first I thought I was like, oh well, because we did a movie a year, obvious a movie a day, obviously. But no, we did fifty-two movies per year. Some of those were repeats. You yeah, know, we do that's the, a it's a wonderful point. life stuff like that over and over. The first movie was Red Dawn, and every anniversary it was Red Dawn, the mm-hmm. original eighty-four. Yeah. Anyway, I think the number I came up with was like in the late four hundreds. So let's just round it off and say five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, because I. Uh, that was not time wasted, I tell you what. Uh, that was untimely. Uh, I, I think I've done at least 50. At least oh, 50. at least, if not more. If not more. I mean, I, for a good number of years there, I mean, it was you were doing it every other week. So that, oh, that, I absolutely love it. That bumped up your numbers. And people uh, people don't realize that like live riffing is a lot different from, like say, Mystery Science Theater, mm-hmm. uh, the television program, because uh, a lot of the times it's best not to see the movie and just riff as hard as you can. And there is audience participation uh, in there, so it is collaborative. Although, you know, the audience doesn't have to be on every second. And believe you me, they're aware of that. Oh, they are, are you? They are, they are quiet across the board at some times. I like how uh, Google... Oh, there we go. Thanks very much. So, the, the premise of this show is that... Uh, there's full-length movies on YouTube, and uh, can I just point out that like the recommended for you thing on this particular YouTube iteration, it's all stoner music. Well, we are and, here. like every like every artist represented, every image of them has been on a blacklight poster at some point. We look there's at like Bob Marley, Marley, there's Pink Floyd, there's Hendrix, like all that stuff. Everything we're looking at there has been a blacklight at one point or another. Well, it's money is the Pink Floyd, and it has the Dark Side of the Moon logo. But isn't money not from Dark Side of the Moon? Is it? Uh, no, it's from Dark Side of the Moon. Oh. You you are a terrible stoner if you don't know that money's from Dark Side of the Moon. Any good stoner knows that once Pink Floyd starts playing in the speaker, the party's over and you gotta <laughs> leave as fast as possible. It's like, oh shit, they started up side four of metal, we're out of here. So as you can tell, we are located side we're two, looking side. at YouTube. Uh, you can look at YouTube on your desktop, your laptop, your tablet, your phone. This show uh, brought to you by YouTube. Yes, this is the good folks at Google who also house my Blogspot, as <laughs> Carl said in his song. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube brought to you by Blogspot. By Blogspot and YouTube. So I'm going to go type in our movie today. Tonight's movie is a film called Bella Lugosi. Meets Bela, Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi. Meets a Brooklyn a gorilla. And uh, Bella is B-E-L-I. And then space. Except for the part where it's A, but yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's, no, not, no. it's not It's not Belli, Lagos, it's Bella. <laughs> so yeah, B-E-L-A spa- space, M-E-E-T-S space. Oh, wait, wait, I, I'm putting L. B-E, Bella, Bella Fleck, not Bella Fleck. Bella Fleck meets a Brooklyn Gorilla? Oh, I'd love to see that. Lagos is dead, no. Ooh, the nine hour, I love the nine hour stretched version of that song. Oops. Oh, 
There we are. Auto auto save kicked right, in. So we're looking for a film called Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla. It's from 1952. Well, I don't know. If the, I don't think it's the right one. But up at the top of the screen, there is one that says Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla, 1952 full movie. But no, no, that's probably not the. Do you want to let's see that movie. one? Well, all right. all right. What the heck? So we're gonna. This is pirate radio, folks. These are the kind of chances we take. This is uh, all off our cuff. Um, so we're gonna go use the uh, the video hosted by our friends at. Uh, Black Keef? I can't even fucking see it. See <laughs> Hang on. It's Black Leaf 3, and we're going to start this movie. Let's I watch a full-length movie on YouTube brought to you by Black Leaf 2. Okay, so here we go. We got Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla, zero, zero, zero. Let's start it. All right, and hit play at home. Okay, so... And also because you're not savages, this is maxim- maximize the goddamn screen. <laughs> introducing that comedy duo. Uh, duo. Also, also get your get your drone. We're being asked to get a uh, spy drone right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate that in the movies when the YouTube banner pops up, telling you to buy a spy drone. I'm gonna buy a drone because of a YouTube banner. I, I hate it even more in the movies when someone's watching like YouTube, and they don't maximize the screen. Like, oh, like, I do that all the time. Oh, you do that all the time. You yeah. you watch a full length movie on YouTube without maximizing. You want me the to, I can maximize that. Ooh, that's this not, says CC. Let's see if this. That's actually. not what I'm hinting at at all. No. This is auto. So turn on the turn on the auto auto no, auto tuned captions. It's already talking. I got to turn that off. I can't use the. So right now is a uh, studio version of the jungle. And there's like jungle writing and it's black and white and it introduced a comedy duo right off the bat. The credits was introducing Mitchell and whatever the other guy is. Petrillo. Petrillo. Sammy Petrillo. How dare you, whoever that other guy is, Sammy Tr- Petrillo. Well, How dare you. By the way, this was shot by William Oneshot Bodine. Well, how, one, of the, one of the most um, prolific directors in Hollywood history. Tell me, tell me more about him. Uh, he, he got his, rep- his nickname rather, Oneshot, because bam. One take, and if nobody fucked up too egregiously, move on. This is all stock footage we're watching right now over a narrator. Yes, yeah. yes, that's true. So, uh, what's his probably the most famous movie? Because other than this one, do you know of any of his films? Off the top. Any, any other time? Yes, I'd be, yeah, I'd be able to say enough. William Bodine, but uh, no, that's the more than I need to know about this guy. You know, actually, I think, I think he may have shot. One of the two of the most of the cheapest Elvis films, either Kissing Cousins or Harem Scarum. I'm going to need to look that up. My that my, my money right. is on Kissing Cousins right now. Let's see here. Uh, and also, all of our monies are on cheap ethnic stereotypes right now. This is another movie on our long series of white people dressed up as uh, savages mm-hmm. in the jungle. Yeah. Well, let's just close our eyes or look the other way to that and uh, just enjoy the rest of this family-friendly yeah. movie. Just Yeah, just ignore the uh, the terrible Ebonics-like uh, captions, and <laughs> which you're going to keep on, by the way. I'm going to turn that off. Oh, fine. <laughs> I can't stand the captions on YouTube. I like official <laughs> captions. Please, I want to talk over your movie. Put some captions on there. Spend some time and get some fun to caption the movie so I can exploit your film and more efficiently. Especially if your film has a guy in wearing a bird mask and a gorilla suit. It looks like everyone... It's kind was, of a robot monster kind of thing. I don't know what's up with that guy. He has a big nose. He might be Jewish, according to his mask. It looks like everybody was shooting a different movie in a different soundstage. Yeah, I mean, that guy in the front... I mean, these guys in the front are basically wearing, like, you know, Hawaiian tourist shirts. <laughs> Like, you know, Weird Al Yankovic in the foreground there and, you know, ethnic Hollywood stereotype, you know, headhunters in the back. I don't know if they gave it or the narrator gave it away, but it's called Cola Cola. Cola Cola. Yeah, the village. Yeah, there's some guy with a bird. It's just like a Jimmy Durante nose. The mask. 
Liam Bodine. I need the closed captioning to hear what bullshit they're, the natives are speaking. Will those will those tiny terrible little speakers there uh, go any, uh, go any <laughs> Do you higher? hear enough? Do you want me to raise it? A little more. All would right, be nice, sure. Yeah. Okay, I'll raise it. By the way, this movie's in the public domain. <laughs> Not good. This is fair use. We're using fair use. So okay. Anything in the background is fair use. So, by the way, uh, William Bodine directed 372 films. You're kidding me. Shit you not. Shit you not. His very last credit, assuming that this is, this is, there's no way this is complete. Well, maybe well, it might be in this direction. It's probably the only clean version other than the, the movie hound. Guy. Right. Uh, Fury of the Dragon from 1976 was wow. his final film. And 74, he did a... I guess they re-edited, they re-edited some of the uh, Green Hornet episodes together into a feature film to capitalize on Lee's Lee. death. And apparently he directed some of those episodes because he gets credit for the Green Hornet film released in 74. That's crazy. And then he does a dragon movie. <laughs> that was a thing, certainly. Uh, Lassie and Fly the Coot. Okay. Uh, J.S.C. James meets Frankenstein's daughter. Okay. And also Billy the Kid versus Dracula and Lassie's Great Adventure. So right there, you asked what did William Bodine direct. Right there. Those are three films that everyone knows from William Bodine. Uh, have you seen any of those films? Uh, I have seen uh, Jesse James Meets Frankenstein's Daughter. And it's just boring? You know, the version I watched actually had Joe Bob Briggs doing a commentary on oh, it. okay. There was a period about 10 years ago where there was like a, about a dozen or so. You can come on. Oh, by the way, Pete Golding, K-Robber here. You can yeah, come you on. guys, we have extra mics. We can figure it yeah, out. Yeah, come on in. I think so, right? Yeah, I have sure. mic three and mic four. Hi, K-Rob. This is like a... Wow. How welcoming. All right. Oh, are we already talking shit about Radio Valencia and the horrible are, people there? Who are you? <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're going to uh, open up. This is live uh, here at MutinyRadio.fm. We are watching... Live pirate radio, folks. We're watching Bela Lugosi vs. Brooklyn Gorilla. Bela, Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi. He's thinking it's I, Billy. Bela. We're five minutes Billy and Lugosi. 32 seconds into it if you're uh, watching Bob Marks, right now. I mean uh, Pete's uh, microphone. Yeah. Good one, yeah, Bob Mark oh, here. Oh, there you are. I hear oh, you. Am I on again? Yeah. yeah well, you know, you. these must be radio lensy microphones. I think they must they be. They want to work in one ear and not well at that. If only we had a horn. Oh, there it is. Okay, okay so I, I just pulled up all these things that says Mike uh, K-Rob and Pete Goldie from Radio Valencia. Yes, right Mike's brought to you by Mike Spieler. Uh, and also, we have a phone line, 415-550-0511, if you're Don't listening live. Uh, and we already got a caller previously, so some random call is going to happen. Uh, and we're watching uh, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin knockoff. In a, in a hey, Jerry, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin were not in knockoff. That was Jean-Claude Van Damme and Rob Schneider. Get it right. Oh, right. Yeah, this is Rob Schneider and uh, Kevin Nealon. In Bela, Bela, Bela Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. What other movies have like celebrities in the title Bela. that show up? Uh, oh, uh, being John Malkovich, right? Being John Malkovich. Uh, oh gosh, that's a good question. Um, plan Nine. So because there's a Plan Nine in the film, and therefore the celebrity shows up in it. <coughs> no, do you know? Well, any- we're looking for movies where the where one of the actors or the cast members is mentioned in the title. Much like Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. It's these headphones. It is those headphones. Yeah, do you have your own it's headphones? It's these Klingon headphones. You can plug sir. them in. No, do I look like K-Rob? God. Ah, yee. The time travels train them. So we have a little musical number going on to the native beat. Hey, wait, you started before we got here? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's the two o'clock show. I mean, this is a podcast. By the way, we are available on iTunes, and it's the initial. Please rate us on show. iTunes. Yeah, it, it really does help. Wow. <laughs> Subscribe and rate us on give iTunes. Give us a good review rating. Oh, if you I, don't like us, give us a bad review on Yelp. I need your star, um, star, star thing. What's what's uh, what star do they do on IMDb? Star oh, the star meter. Star meter, yeah. Star meter. Yeah, so we need to raise. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Star meter. We need to raise that through the roof. Give us a Leonard Maltin bomb or a movie hound wolf, or <laughs> if you don't like our stuff. Preferably yeah. a movie hound wolf. How about little man sitting attentively? <laughs> Rosemary Clooney in the dust with my star meter. Uh. <laughs> Take that, Rosemary Clooney. <laughs> I like when the little man sits upright. By the way, I'd like to point out that William Oneshot Bodine, who, who directed Bela Lugosi meets Broken Gorilla, also directed a 1951 film called Ghost Chasers. Now, of course, we need to erase... Called Ghost Chasers. Now, we need to, of course, erase this from the public record to maintain the narrative that the 1984 Ghostbusters was a completely original work of art, which must never be besmirched in any way. It wasn't there a Therefore, Bob there was movie? no Ghost Chasers film. There was no a, you know, filmation show called The Ghostbusters in the 1970s. That didn't happen either. But there Ghostbusters was, a, was original and pristine and Bob must Hope not be ruined. did a movie called like, The Ghostbangers or something like that. <laughs> if you rerun this on Radio Valencia, it'll be erased from the record. Automatically. <laughs> Automatically. Let's, let's broadcast, rebroadcast this on every internet radio in San Francisco. <laughs> okay, from here we're going to BFFFM and we're taking them over and this and this is going to be playing. Yeah. So right now nothing oh, is happening. Oh, and let's, let's, not, uh, let's not forget um, Scared Stiff with the stars of Bela Lugosi meets a Broken Gorilla, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. Okay. Yeah, I think that one. I think we can say that one counts. Were they Ghostbusters? No, but still it counts. Well, haunted house comedies have been around since day one. I mean, that, that, that's uh, that's true. Why can't Hollywood come up with any original ideas? No, huh? they, were, they start out with haunted castle ones. These women are Polynesian. Tickle Me was an Elvis movie with a haunted house. That's okay. Thank you. I was trying to remember the name, but yeah, there was also Tickle El- Me. Elvis actually technically like busted ghosts or at least engaged in ghost busting in the final act of the film Tickle Me. Which even and earlier, <laughs> earlier I was thinking that the director of this, William Bodine, might have directed Kissing Cousins because oh, Kissing yeah. Cousins I still think is like the cheapest. Can I have one for Tickle Me? One for Tickle Me, please. One for Tickle Me for Mike Spiegelman, please. Yeah, that's an adult. One, one adult and one child for Tickle Me. Was wasn't uh, Mickey, Goofy, and Donald like a kind of a three pronged ghost busting cartoon team at one point? I would be very surprised if they didn't. After yeah. after Ghostbusters, I'm sure. Luigi from Mario and Luigi, he's a Ghostbuster. He sucks up ghosts of the vacuum cleaner in his own mansion, Luigi's mansion. There you go. But you know, but again, Luigi's a dude, so you know it's okay. Luigi is a dude. He's yeah. a brother. He's a yeah. he's original. So it's acceptable bro. for Luigi to be a Ghostbuster. His name, bro, is in his name. Yes. Mario Bro. <laughs> There's. Yeah, it's okay for the bro. Goat coffee. So, uh, Mr. Spiegelman, would yeah. you care to, to explain what's going on to our listening audience? Yes. Oh, what? you don't want to hear me shopping with K. Rob today? <laughs> I didn't. Did I say? Oh yeah, that? I don't to the hijack. Feel free to hijack. That? We do have to. Can we talk about how ob- obtrusive that is. Yeah, that that, 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 that sub mixer. Yeah, for the record, K. Rob is pointing to a sub mixer. Oh, that reminds me. I should lower the sub mixer. I don't really need it right now. Well, it does say it's like obtrusive by Newmark. So, I mean, in obtrusive. fairness, it's right there. It's the obtrusive model by by Newmark. That's the most intimidating thing. The sub mixer. I can't figure that out. Is it because it's not set into the desk at all? Yeah. And it's clearly designed to like go into the desk, and yet it's just plopped there on well, the desk. It's like twenty miles from me, so when I actually need to use it, I'm running right. around. 
can't you did do actually it. swear earlier, like fuck or something like that. When you I had started the show off, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hooray for inter- internet radio. Oh, wait. Maybe you have an LPFM license here. Yeah. Yeah. Is do there an LPFM oh, license? Oh, let me check. It's radio? in my car. Hang on. Oh, I'll go, I'll, I'll go get it. I also, do you register uh, DMV? I forgot the car. <laughs> yeah. No, the car's outside. I'll be right back. <laughs> Here, hold the fort. Pull over. No show license, me your LPFM no, uh, license. Illicit liquor, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it occurs to me, if Mutiny Radio does ever try to get tries to get an LPFM, we must never mention that, that this was once 87.9 FM. 87.9, Pirate yeah. Cat. So you guys uh, have... I could receive it at my house, you know, about half a block away. Fuck so you. this, this <clears> was Pirate Cat Radio. Were you guys involved in Pirate Cat Radio? Uh, Sherilyn was, K-Rob was, and I assembled around frequently in here. You were the one listener. Yeah. No, I was I was a, a prop for uh, mostly Hal, K-Rob, and Sherilyn. So you were on-air talent? Uh, yeah, you know, the... Um, oh, half that, yes. You're <laughs> stuttering John. Sorry, the, that's uh, too easy. I'm sorry. So we used me at air. <laughs> you guys were here when this space had a cafe. Uh, that's right. In fact, I built the... I was uh, about to say, I think Pete has a connection to that I built, cafe. I built the floor there that they ripped out. Usually when I build something for a community, they it rip gets it ripped out. out yeah. Soon, yeah. Well, they, I think they, they spared it. They simpled everything out. They made everything simple. They simpled yeah. everything out. Well, so what was, they do with your floor then? Where's your? Uh, beats me. I um, <laughs> actually it was yeah. elevated. Was you it know not? Who, was in the cafe area? Do you know who elevated? built most yeah. of it? Well, was yeah. uh, Yashi so Ephraim? Actually, yeah, it was that. The thing is, K. Rob will remember this well. There was there was one annoying thing in the counter. Week after week after week here at Pyrocat Radio. Was, was it, it Monkey? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who ran this place and left. So there you go. donuts or something. It like was there. vegan donuts. Vegan donuts. With, with a picture of Homer Simpson going, mmm. Which is About so vegan wrong. donuts. Yeah, it was so wrong on, on, on well, two levels. But, so this, yeah, which is so multiple levels. Well, yeah. you know, two one levels level. is still multiple. Let's, let's, the elephant in the room is that he also served the bacon uh, latte. The, ma- the, the maple bacon latte. So, mm-hmm. so pooey on your vegan uh, bullshit. Right? You can't have it both ways. You can't serve bacon, maple, lo- coffee drinks, and then say our donuts are vegan. Right. You can if you're in San Francisco. Oh, because you we can mix you can mix vegan and bacon in San Francisco. Hey, all diversity matters. Damn it! <laughs> Hashtag all diversity matters. All blank matters. Oh, yeah. Jer- Jer- not Jerry. Listen, sorry. Dean, Dean Martin is singing. Carob's yeah, the- got a new uh, hashtag. What is it? Uh, all uh, gray matters. There you go. <laughs> uh, I see. Brains. Oh, he's a, a bigot too. What can I say? <laughs> Great brains. <laughs> yeah, right now they're just singing and dancing, and it's Polynesian. This. Uh, Area. Yeah, it's kind of you're listening during the luau scene of the film. Yeah. The oh, the there's a big fat lady who's going crawling after Jerry. His name is Sammy, or uh, sorry, he's going going crawling after after Sammy Lewis. Sammy Petroleum. Sammy Petroleum. This must be a Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie because the uh, title characters haven't shown up yet, and it's been 15 minutes. I haven't seen the Brooklyn Gorilla or well, Bella. maybe the Brooklyn Gorilla was that was that odd creature that I noticed in the beginning that had kind of like the body of a gorilla and like then like a bird like big bird head, big, tur- big turkey <laughs> head kind of thing, big blood fever, blood feast. I'm sorry, um, blood freak kind of turkey head. It could be. So you think the the gorilla is kind of like the Robert Rodriguez A lister who shows up in the first five minutes of the movie and then shows up the last five minutes of the movie? Exactly, exactly. Movie. The gorilla is going to be the Sylvester Stallone of you know Spy Kids three. Yeah, same principle he's show here. Show up in the first reel, then show up in the last reel. Exactly. He's going to be the Bruce Willis in Planet Terror. Yes, exactly. Or the Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction. No, hopefully well, not that. He's in the, he's in the middle of that. Anything but that. So what a wonderful song. Okay, that was Walken a terrific song. Fiction. That was very romantic. So what, a, and what about Christopher Walken? The Christopher Walken of Pulp Fiction. Or ah. True Romance. You know, ah. just yes. gets a nice yeah. peachy middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give him a scene. Give him some scenery. 
So they're just having, they're walking off the luau. So are they in peril? How did they get Ooh, to this island? Wow. 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 Curves ahead. Watch out for Pokemon Go players. This is good. The Safari. Okay, I have a rant about Pokemon yeah, Go. Yeah, please. We have two hours. Now I have to say, now, you know, I have nothing against millennials. So I just want to get that right out there. You hate millennials. I have nothing against, I have nothing against lawn, millennials. <laughs> and I'm not saying that, like, as a grown-up, I have better things to do. But I would like to enter into the record why I don't play Pokemon Go. Is it a new reason? And you listen, you listen carefully, you millennials, you. Yeah. I don't play Pokemon Go because I have an iPhone S and I haven't upgraded the OS lately. And whenever I try to load, load Pokemon Go, it crashes. So I can't play it on my phone because my phone can't play it. So take that, millennials. That's why I don't play Pokemon Go. Think about it, won't you? Well, that's sort of original. That's the best reason. Yeah, take that, millennials. Yeah, your phone. My phone probably can't handle it. That's the only reason why I don't play it. Hmm. I love the picture of the crowd uh, mobbing, uh, stopping traffic and mobbing Central Park in New York. A thousand people, a thousand people to chase a rare one of some sort. Yeah, there, there's. Oh, so you you did you you blocked you jumped out too, huh? Er, uh, totally. Hey, uh, okay. Yeah, it's a. Uh, are we all are we all losing? All it? Yeah, it must yeah, be centrally I, located. <clears throat> I guess so. I maybe it it's that obtrusive submixer. Well, maybe perhaps? if you read the list, you'd know what's what's working and what isn't. There was a lot of. That's true. I should be on the Mutiny Radio list. You're right. <laughs> Are you guys on a list? That uh, yeah, you're definitely on a list. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a list, huh? There's an L7 type list, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. L7. That's, I was trying to explain. Yeah, a little hashtag natural born killers. Uh, shout out there. I was trying to explain to my daughter the concept of L7, oh. and I said it, if you take the letter and the number, it forms a square. Look out, Sammy. There's stock footage everywhere. Sorry, go on. It forms a, a the triangle. The creatures are here to help. It's a parallelogram, isn't it? Yeah, the parallelogram. Well, no, I guess if it's if it's an italicized L, then L7 forms a parallelogram. It's a parallelogram. it's not a parallelogram if it's a non-italicized L. Plus, the corners don't touch on two two corners, so it's not technically anything. Just tell me if I'm on the list, okay? <laughs> Are you on the list? You're, oh, you're on the oh, list. Oh, oh, you're, oh, you're on the list. You made the oh, list. You're you made on the, the list. list. I'm looking at oh, the list right here. Oh, are you on the list? Plus one. Why don't you say it to the list? Oh, so yeah. they're still in the jungle. I think they're going to spend the yeah, whole movie in the jungle. I just want to say this to the list. Duly listed. So he's hiding from the, that woman. Oh, I'm oh, back. Uh, is he hiding from the woman who's like more than a size six? Is that what's right, going that's on the here? Idea. She wants right. to have sex with him. It's like they're doing a fat joke with a Polynesian woman. It's Come like, up from behind the strangers and do this. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Jerry? Oh, it's Sammy. So uh, Jerry Lewis sued this movie or sued the act or some story like that? Uh, well... The thing is, actually, for at first, Sammy Petrillo had something of a career as a Jerry Lewis lookalike. He was even on, you know, Jerry even had him on, I believe it was on the Colgate Comedy Hour. Yes. You know, to play yes. like young him. <laughs> We're talking 19... 19- hey, was that, is that correct, Marv? Yes. Okay, good. 1950. 1950. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. But yeah, Colgate Comedy Hour would have been like some t- in, l- in the late 50s. 50 All right. No, I'm sorry. Not late 50s. Between 50 and 55. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Sammy Petrillo was like on it, and so he was as you know he was he was kind of like Will Jordan to Ed Sullivan. He was kind of like the sanctioned um, you know sanctioned imitator, right? And but at a, I would not be surprised if at a certain point Jerry did decide, oh fuck it, and uh, decided to sue him. 
Yeah, it's you. But probably not because of this. Huh? No, I don't know. It's, oh, no, it's it's, uh, it's speaks. Speak. Ah. Who's oh, doing it? Is it because of this oh, thing? The, yeah. that. Is this better? This is make, this is making no. it really difficult to concentrate on Bela Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla. All right, I think. Thank if you, Mutiny Radio. God, I hate that. You should still like us on uh, iTunes despite the uh, technical yes, glitches. Yes, like, subscribe and leave a review. We're playing minimalist music. Uh, we're, we're back at Aquarius Records and they're playing a CD, <laughs> CD two of a four CD set of clicks and glitches. <laughs> The best Brazilian clicks Now, you see, there you go. Now, two. you see, Mike, there you go. You've gone and completely ruined the illusion because anyone hip enough to listen to, let's watch a movie together on YouTube. Yeah. Please like us on iTunes. Anyone who's hip enough to like to listen to this show uh-huh. knows that Aquarius Records closed a couple weeks ago. Wait, I didn't know that. Are you serious? I, I am deadly serious about Can that. Can you Google bus? Yeah, they actually closed on, like, the, right, right before the 4th, like the week leading up to the 4th, and... Basically, this the location is changing hands. So is it? So, so it's going to It's going to be. It's going to be reopened as I believe it's going to be called Stranded. Stranded Records. Well, according to the article, or according to their post about it, no, just Stranded. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> Stranded iPods. Exactly. Oh, like I, I cast. Yeah, Podcast. and it's like some some like archival record dealer out of Oakland. Whose name also begins with an S, but it's not str- it's not stranded. I'm let me f- let me find out here. But yeah, someone else is taking it over. So Aquarius Records was in I guess Noe Valley or Marina or something uh, in the mm-hmm. '90s, and it moved to oh, okay. Mission. I did not uh, know that about it. On Valencia and 22nd across from the the Marsh Theater, and, and it's been there for decades. I got glared at that in that place so many t- glared at in that place so many oh, times. Oh yeah, I got put placed down. I asked for an artist, and I said, and they said that artist, but that's fine. I still like their stuff. And Are I got, we speaking ill of the dead? Yeah, whatever. Go but it was a we played a lot of great noise records, a lot of great clearance albums and noise records, and a lot of you know the, a lot of opinionated little typed handwritten notes on the CDs, which everyone liked. Mm-hmm. And I think they had a newsletter for a long time, or, or some kind of. And they collected uh, what was it the Sonar Project? Or I was about to say I I still have like a distinct rem- memory of like the day in like 2001, I think early 2001. When from when I was working at CNET, and I remember like I when CNET was like uh, by the Embarcadero by Pier Thirty Nine, and like I called Aquarius to see if they had it, and I just like <laughs> left work right then, drove into the mission, which I did not go into a lot in those days, right. and bought it, then like returned to work, and so I was so proud of, of being you know again being hip enough to acquire it. So it was uh, it was uh, it has some notoriety because it was the signals that. By the way, Kone Project it's available for free on on the Internet Archive now. Oh, is put, it put there by the label? Yeah. Okay, because they used to have a limited edition, and every time a, a six CD collection of weird ham radio bullshit was sold, they would mark it off on a poster that they sold another one. And and Vanilla Sky, they used snippets unauthorized. I guess. Yeah, same with Wilco. I mean, Yankee Hotel Wilco. Foxtrot comes specifically from the Kone Project. So, the, uh, and that was the only place you could find it in San Francisco. So that mm-hmm. had some. And I, I saw Jonathan uh, Richmond play there, and. Uh, uh, they had some surprises there, and they had some video game arcades, and they had a lot of just like they had a video records. rental section, and I offered them my TV show. I offered them Kitty Prawn. Oh, cute! I like brought in tapes of the show, and they were like already labeled with like typed out labels, and they looked as professional as we could possibly get them. I was like, I you know I just want to offer these to you guys to like you know to, to be rented out, and I don't I don't want a commission, don't pay me anything. I'm donating these to you to have on your rental shelf because that sounded like a neat idea to have my TV show right. on the rental shelf. They weren't interested. Just yeah. Huh. 
yeah, it was a it was a local TV show. It was like a local public access show that used a lot of music that I bought at Aquarius. But they're like, no. They didn't even bother to listen to it. They, yeah, no, they were just like, no. They could have sued your asses yeah. had they even watched it. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Also, uh, big news from Aquarius Records on 17th, 17th June 2016. Oh is how boy, that's so recent. One month ago today. <laughs> so today, no, 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 no. today you would normally be seeing a new, a new new arrivals list, but instead we're doing a special in-betweener, the one we skipped last week, because we've got some big news. After combined 40-plus years at the shop, Aquarius overlords Andy and Alan have decided that it's time to be, getting to be time for us to move on. We'll be in touch again real soon to let you know about the whys, wherefores, and the what are they going to be doings. For now, we just want to let you know that the shop will continue and many exciting changes and improvements are on the way, including a much-expanded vinyl inventory, oh. both, mm-hmm, both new and used. While our decision wasn't an easy one, we're super happy that we found the right people to work with the current Aquarius. By the way, stylized as lowercase a, uppercase Q. Of course. Just to help you visualize it there. To carry on AQ's, lowercase a, uppercase Q, unique mission and legacy of, quote, getting the music to the people. Starting next month, our friends at Superior Viaduct will be taking over ownership of Aquarius. You may know... You! You, sir. Yes, you right there in the hat. Stop pointing. You may know (laughs) Superior Viaduct. I got a hat. (laughs) Both of you gentlemen in a hat. You, you may know Superior Viaduct. You do not lie, Mike Spiegelman. You do not have a hat. It's you man does not hats you. You may know Superior Viaduct, Viaduct as a fantastic archival label that is always releasing really cool music in a variety of interesting genres. It's probably it, a lie. It's like every single every word yeah, is, is a lie, lie type including lie. many. Oh, this here's the most lie, biggest lie. Word, you. Including many essential releases we've made in records of the records of the week in the past. Lie, 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 lies. But they also have a great record store over in Oakland called Stranded. We really couldn't think of a much better fit than Superior Viaduct slash Stranded, to whom to whom to pass the torch. Rolls off the tongue. At the end of the day, it's about discovering great music, being enthusiastic about the bands and artists we love, and sharing that passion with others. AQ and SV have similar quote tastes oh, unquote. Stop it up. <laughs> quote, they put tastes in quote. I just want to throw that in there. In many ways, and we know that we do a great job and be worthy like successors. Oh, here's here's the warning. In coming weeks, you will see the usual faces behind the counter, as well as some new ones. Don't talk to them. Yeah, don't look in their eyes. Yeah, they're not Don't friendly. expect a smile. They're yeah, you just go on. We are. Don't make taste contact with them. <laughs> taste. <laughs> AQ's Valencia Street Shop will continue to operate as usual until Monday, July 4th. Oh my God, that's happened. Right? Uh, then, yeah. after some renovations and remodeling, the store will reopen under the Stranded banner oh. on Friday, Friday, Closed on closed on national holiday, reopening on a Friday, July 29th. July 29th. So it's ha- oh, you know who I blame? I blame Lost Weekend Video for going. Yeah. We're a video store on Valencia, and we can't afford rent, so we're going to have a record store open up across the street from that record store in our store, and then a record store opens up in inside Lost Weekend across the street from a record store. Yeah. And then you know they I don't I know the, their story. I'm I'm worried about them, but they apparently had enough moxie to to go into an abandoned space next door and start up their own record label, record store across the street from Aquarius. So there you go. Oh, so Lost Weekend, after first having had started selling records in their in their business proper, yeah. then moved next door, then occupied the yeah, next so, door. Okay. And it was an Occupy next door. Occupy next door, hashtag Occupy next door. <laughs> but it was, it was, you know, a separate record company that used their space and then moved next door, but it was all across the street from Aquarius. 
I mean, how in direct com- competition were they with Aquarius in terms of the stock? Well, their stock was like repurposed, remastered vinyl of, of every kind of uh, iconic album. So, you so, know, it was definitely mm. like high-end specialty. I mean, someone who really wants to get a... Someone would, like, would go to like that fucking like, you know, fancy like retro cool electronics store, the name yeah. of which escapes Tower me. Tower Records used to have a Yeah, section. we were just there. You, yeah. so what's the name of that? What is the name of that place? Like Digifix? Something oh, like that? Digital Fix. Yeah. Digital Fix. Yeah. 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 You go there and you get your retro futuristic uh, turntable. Then you go down to Lost Weekend and get your vinyl. And yeah, like Tower Records used to sell that. Like in the beginning of the record label, would be like bullshit high end record, you know. So, uh, you know, that's too bad. So anyway, what this- do you think about 180G vinyl? What are you saying? I don't know either. Thinking about bullshit uh, high end. K. Rob and I just went shopping. Oh, oh yeah! yeah finally, you... get to the story. Oh, Costello punched the clock. Uh, 180G vinyl, 40 bucks. It's exactly what happened. From where? We tried to play porno and Costco to see yeah. if uh, <laughs> see if that would work. Yeah, it looked good a on blink or a sigh or a intake of at air, Costco. You know, or any, you know, just like, yeah, we want to play our 70s porno on these screens. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Something about the hookup or whatever, you know. But there was yeah. a million reasons to say no. But yeah, you know, starting they, they, with, but not, but not the Republican reason. Yeah, they had, they had all the technical reasons. Republicans love porn; it's business. But it wasn't even. We didn't even get the right technical reason, yeah. which was like, wait, a minute, how are you going to get '70s porn into 4K HD? Exactly. Yeah, which was exactly. what I was waiting for. This was a, it was a, a it was definitely a sting operation. So yeah, if you want to buy a Costco, you know. Take your HD porn. Bring it in, test it out. Yeah. Well, I, if I have I a soundtrack, this with me thinking, yeah, I get to play it on uh, on a on a thing. Really, this this was go- this was going to be your 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 test. Not list. even HD. It's standard video. Uh, <laughs> oh. Human Highway. It's Human Highway. The it's a movie. And in fairness, it's the remastered version. Oh well, but, yeah. yeah. K. Rob wants a good but I wanted to open it at the. Show. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, to, so they know that they weren't getting porn, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you buy anything at Costco? I was about to ask, so did did the deed happen? Have you, did you get a TV? I don't think that was the intent. <laughs> no, okay. I think it was pretty much to mess with the salespeople. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. We went, then we went over to it the was Best Buy. Interesting to see what the the curving thing on these curved yeah. TVs are actually. Sure. Because it's like, oh, it's a curved screen. So you wanted to see porno on the curved screen? Oh. Duh. And curve just like a man, whatever. Curve well, yeah. your enthusiasm. Hey, oh. <clears throat> well, by the way, we're a, nice a half hour into this movie coming up, and so far, oh, is that Bella? So hey. Bella's here. It's Bella with, tele, with ter, Terry Thomas. Cool. It's just a guy with a safari hat. Not every guy with a mustache and a safari hat is uh, Terry Thomas. Fuck you. Thomas. Every guy with a mustache and a safari hat is <laughs> Terry <laughs> Thomas. We have to check his gap teeth. Yeah. If he has gap teeth, then you're right. Since I can't see the screen at all because of the glare, is it Terry Thomas right now? No. Oh. As far as you know. It was a pretty good vision. We've though. been watching 70s porno this right whole time. Right now at the screen, I'm seeing Terry Thomas, Betty Lugosi, Jerry Lewis, and Dean Martin. Wow. And no yeah. one can convince and all me I'm about otherwise. Is, is white glare. We should say the comedy duo in this uh, movie, if it hasn't been made explicit, is a complete ripoff of Martin Lewis. Like he's doing, they're both that doing their bits. That is very true. And it's a full length movie with them. So I think that's a great ripoff of a film. And the thing is. Sammy Petrillo, it's like really shocking just how much he is channeling Jerry from this era right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, he is just nailing it. 
He's like that guy who does Bogart impressions during the 70s and 80s or like he's a private eye. The man with Bogart's face. The man with Bogart's face. Also Kipadada, you know, just like getting into like the private eye. I remember the Morning Zoo crew that I often listened to uh, growing up in Fresno. They, I remember they played Wet Dream by Kipadada quite a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Demento. He was on the Dr. Demento uh, yeah. a ton. With his fish pun jokes, Kipadada, and he was yeah, on, and he was on, he was on, and he was had a memorable role on Larry Sanders' show. Yeah, as Larry's basically Larry's least favorite comedian ever. Oh right, that's right. <laughs> but he got a great, and you are in the show. Yeah. So uh, has has a TV been acquired yet? Oh, no, no, no. We had to go to the really, really high-end ones at the Magnolia Home Theater area of Best Buy. Oh, I Those like are that. The be- that's where you saw the best screen <clears throat> in the world. No, actually, that was out- right outside the oh, Magnolia Home Theater but The Magnolia uh, Center. Home Theater has a chair where you can sit down. Oh, we have stories about that. <laughs> tell me tell me the stories. <laughs> Do they have, are they burning the chair right now as we speak? <laughs> yeah, they're taking it to Radio Valencia for uh, yeah. discussion. K-Rob, K-Rob was uh, trying to talk me into bringing it over there and replacing the couch I already got there. <laughs> With these nice recliners, we we were sitting in there. Yeah, we got a second banner <clears throat> ad. Yeah, our second too. banner ad for ca- for drone for uh, spy Academy drones of Art University. We got a salesman there to admit that the curved screen doesn't do bullshit if your screen's under like 55, 60 inches or something like that. It's just, yeah, it's just yeah, you marketing have a mini crap. Screen, mini yeah, you'd curve. have to sit as close as Jim Farnatis to uh, appreciate it. <laughs> so is that like a thing that salesmen like they have to have one or maybe two things that they could say? Yeah, don't buy. Yeah, this. throw away. This is yeah. crap. Right. You know, like it, we have to sell it. Yeah, to, to seem relatable and to, yeah, gain, to, mm-hmm. to, to gain the confidence. Yeah. I believe the word is. I'm gonna let you know end, this. They say this is the best screen in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I said this is so. This is the it's best curved, one in the store. Just like the universe. <laughs> this really is the best one in the store. This one is the best in the world. That one right there. This is a scale model of space-time right here. <laughs> and there's no no line to see it, no like wine and cheese to make your viewing experience more enjoyable. It was just there. You, you didn't buy it. You, you yeah. were hoping for some So sizzle. a TV has not been acquired yet? That was no. not the intent. Okay. No, it was mostly just hanging out in those nice chairs at Magnolia. Well, there's a factory for you up the street on Mission Street. They probably have an electronic section. You could go and pick it up there. Yeah, factory for you. What more do you need? <laughs> or a uh, dollar store. <laughs> or yeah. video. Oh, shit. Video. Can we can we just take a moment of silence for video only? Oh, pour, pour yeah. one out for video only. Oh. Yeah, what about Captain Video. Fuck Captain, Captain Video. <laughs> Fuck Captain Video. Yeah, I, I agree. Video Fuck only Captain was video. across the street from Tommy's Joint for like the longest time. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's when San Francisco truly oh, you died. Know yeah. you, I know video, what you're talking about. I yeah. love video. Right. Yeah, yeah, like right, it was like right, right <clears throat> under a hotel. It had mm-hmm. the most explicit, like the most uh, collect, uh, a huge collection It had a porn. rainbow in the sign, too. But it was, but first you walk in and they had rentals of like major Hollywood films and all the, po- all the uh, windows well, I'm talking about the, I don't know if that's the thing of the same place. I'm talking about the place that was on Van Ness. Yeah, it was set back a bit. Yeah. Up a level. Yeah. Oh, you're talking in the old hotel, the spooky hotel. Yes, yeah, yeah. sort of. Yeah, it had yeah, the Nintendo and Sega sign. Yeah, yeah, video. Yeah, it was a like video equipment, you know, consumer video equipment, you know, clearance space, basically. Yeah, I went in there once. It's basically they, all stuff that had been fallen off of trucks. It was, yeah, it was. No <laughs> shit, I never at, walked at in. list you price. Never went in there, huh? By the way, it was all at list sign. price too. Yeah. <laughs> the sign had a Nintendo sign and then a Sega logo sign on out in video only. And like at one point, Sega was you know a hardware uh, supplier, but at mm-hmm. another point, it never was. So it was very strange to see like Sega you know next to the video only Sega. That, that I think was, they just wanted a lit sign in the window yeah, yeah something to attract to 
but that was on the ground floor of the hotel that they uh, abandoned. Well, that's yeah. That whole that whole like block practically has been yeah, like, torn it's down. Torn down now. They're building yeah. a big uh, hospital there now. A hospital? Are they really? Humongous hospital. Oh, good. Oh, good. I like hospitals. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It might it might be for some specialty which you you won't get. You I'll know? be eating a Tommy's joint, having some buffalo chili, and then right. I'll go. I need to go, go to the hospital. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I just caught ch- choking cancer. <laughs> I just saw a ghost from the hotel. I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> the old hotel ghost. Thanks, Obamacare. So has his Blu-ray? Has the Blu-ray player arrived? I yet? quizzed him on all this stuff. He's very evasive. <laughs> K. Rob, K. Rob is only buying this apparently because you're making him do it. Yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> oh, K. Rob is admitting okay. he's a racist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again. He held up a sign and covered up the word not, so it said a racist. So there you go. There you go. Too busy being a racist to actually get the equipment I've been talking about. (laughs) Exactly. The equipment I'm forcing you to get, yes. So there is a gorilla and Bella Lugosi and the Jerry Lewis impersonator all on one screen. Wow, that's like... That's what I paid money for. That's like Pacino and De Niro finally together in heat, Hmm. you know? But they're not the same scene. They keep cutting 180. I had coffee with Macaulay half an hour ago! (laughs) <laughs> Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent. I love bringing people together. It's like a perfect world, hour three, when uh, Kevin Costner and Clint Eastwood would show up on either side of the screen. Thanks. That's what I paid money for. When Rob Schneider and what Dolph Lundgren is that who it was? Or oh, uh, Van Damme. <laughs> oh, or did Knock Off? The knock Off. Oh well, yeah, every every moment that they spend together on the screen is is, is magic. Every uh, rickshaw race they run. <laughs> Every double espionage, double cross, they pull. He was double, every time he, one of their shoes falls apart because oh, oh, watch out, it's a knockoff. Oh wait, my brain is in your body. Wow, <laughs> I'm the hot chick. <laughs> Rob Snyder is the hot chick, or it's really Anna Faris is the hot chick, but not according to the movie poster. Wait, was that Anna Faris? Yeah, just nailing it. Really? I, I'm pretty sure. But not as the character whose body he switches with, right? I he's mean, the, he's the oh, okay. body switcher, I believe. Mm. It's someone who's really talented and really funny, but she's not which, in which that. Is def- you know. Which is definitely Anna Faris, who's very talented and very funny, but I don't think that's her in that movie. Maybe it's Emma Stone? No. I think it's Anna Faris. I All right. Go let's, by let's, get to, let's get to the uh, the bottom of this. Yeah, internet. while you're doing that. Sorry, guys. i got to go find some pond scum with my daughter. Oh, you're out of here? Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, there's something better Bye. to do. I know. I get it. See ya. <laughs> I do not accept that. All right. Pete Goldie, thanks for, so much for coming by and watching a full-length movie on YouTube with us. Speaking of which, nothing's happening. Oh, that must well, it's going to get really exciting now that Pete's about to leave. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. The blood. Oh, they'll the never blood. let us show that again. <laughs> so I just think... K-Rod, meanwhile, just moved yeah, out. Of, moved moved away from the screen. <laughs> That's a better mic. It's like, oh, that's how they work. Okay, got it. Actually, I don't know if that's and mic three I or And I think I just... We'll try it now. Yeah, I think... Oh, there we go. There we yeah. go. We're back. And we're back. And we're back. So right now, Bela Lugosi was just talking to not Dean Martin, whose pants are, you know... They are high up there. I yeah, they Jeff really Altman. are. Yeah, Jeff he's Altman. like Jeff what Altman doing his old man there? character. Yeah. Oh, so one guy's in go. prison. But I don't get it. Like, how did they get to this island? Oh, that is a little something for the ladies. That guy's eating a banana. Oh, they're having oh, a yeah. luau. They're definitely having a luau. Oh, there he, is. there he is. There's Blood Freak guy. With the gorilla body and the uh, big turkey head. So, yeah, it's a guy wearing a uh, big turkey head mask. Exactly. 
Another cla- another classic by the Ormonds. Oh, I haven't seen that. I never seen it in their movies. I'm a big Negative Land fan, so I know their samples. And you've never seen if if well, you've seen you've seen the the, the important parts of if Footman hire you, what will horses do? Because you've been you were at Bad Movie Night for Red Dawn. On at least a few occasions, I think. Yeah. And part of the pre-show, I had all the good stuff from <laughs> from Blood Freak and from if I, horse, if, if horses, horses tire you, what will footmen do? So that's the one where. The, oh, here come the horses! We can hear the horsemen. The horsemen are coming. Is that about the Soviet invasion of America? Yep. Which will happen, according to S.S. Perkle, it'll happen with jet age speed <laughs> and soon. Jet age. Yeah. This will oh, happen shit. with jet age speed if America does not find Jesus. I hate the fucking jet age. It's I know, so right? Everything was, everything, we were all so relaxed. Yeah. And then it was the jet age and everything was happening so fast. I'm from more of a train age guy. Ah, I, like, yeah. I like to go to the club car. I like to sit oh, in the observation Are you steampunk? I have to happen to have a high t- uh, top hat with goggles over it, yes, but that doesn't mean I'm steampunk. But are there rivets in it? It's just... It, uh, only, it only counts if your goggles have rivets. It's effective because I get flies in my face when I use my steampunk uh, uh, car to come over here. Sure. Yeah. It has... Gotta like, be careful with those steampunk cars. It's a good... It has like 10 horsepower. It's like the power of 10 horses. Wow. Using steam. And I have a punk rock aesthetic. You do have a punk rock aesthetic. And I read, aesthetic. I read uh, William Gibson. But that's a different one. That's cyberpunk. I'm also cyberpunk. But you know, since, since, since we bring up the P word... I would just like to point out that I'm kind of glad that Pepsi, right? that's the one that we're in the uh, that we're in the studio and not on the lobby because it makes it a lot easier to not look at the gallery of horrible, scary faces all over the Mutiny Radio lobby, whatever direction you look. We're talking about the art here at the uh, oh my station god, that it's like watch a full length movie on YouTube. It's like I get what they're going. I get. I, it's like I get it. I do, but oh my god, I don't want to. Oh, just every time I look over, there's like ah, this, ah. It reminds me ah. of Gilbert and George, the way they use multi uh, mixed media uh, paper to create a panel. It reminds me of a fucking goddamn nightmare. Is what it reminds me of. Inside that, that old rundown schoolhouse, they excelled us by city block. There they studied a masterpiece of a book, the McGuffey Reader. McGuffey Reader. Our parents were not only taught to read. They were taught character. Uh, I just talked to my father. I learned about this from homeschool. In the McGuffey Reader. Such is not the case in many present-day classrooms. Many modern teachers think it more necessary to teach sex than the three R's. Boys and girls. Well, the is three that R's, that's like a position, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's quite a position. <laughs> premarital sex is necessary. And now we will go on to discuss... Seven erotic zones of passion in every one. Is this the horrible future that we may have? Is this the terrifying future of things to come? Worse than that, it's the way the world is now. Is this the local radio news? This is why the communists are going to be... This is Estes Perkle preaching to your, your heathen ass, son. This is in that movie? This is, this is from the film, If Footman Tire You, What Will Horses Do? For example, Mother, are you aware of what your child is seeing on Saturday morning cartoons? You say cartoons. Cartoons? What's wrong with that? Yeah. Have you seen these cartoons? The Rubik's Cube. Motivated Gary Coleman's dead. He's an angel. That's horrifying. Into murder. Heavy black outlines matter. Have you seen the Hot Wheels show? It's just a program-length commercial. Do you see what they replaced it with? Will the real Jerry Lewis please sit down? An animated cartoon about Jerry Lewis in which Jerry Lewis doesn't even do his own voice. 
That's true. Well, neither did the yeah, three stages. Yeah, it was David L. Lander. Yeah, hardly anyone who was like was representing a cartoon. Jackson Five never had a cartoon. They never had the original voices in their cartoon. You know, I'll bet you anything. It's a short list. You know, the, the, the number of movies where one of the stars is listed in the name is probably roughly the list is probably roughly as long as the number of cartoons in which real life people like do their voices so like the Muhammad Ali cartoon show I would say Gary Coleman and, and Funky Brewster were probably uh, Turbo Turbo the movie has a cartoon on Netflix but well let, let, let's limit it to Saturday morning cartoons because they're definitely yeah, yeah. so uh, there was Mr. T was he, uh, Mr. T I thought it was him he's an actor you know I bet he did I bet Mr. T was the one but I don't think MC Hammer did in Hammer Man. Hammer Man. Hammer Man. Hammer. Hammer Man. Hammer. That's what, how much I know. Huh. What about uh, Dynamut? That's his, that was him, right? Yes, that was Dynamut. And I don't know how much this this counts, but um, Marv Albert did do his own voice in Pro Stars. What is Pro Stars? Is Pro that Stars. Show? Oh, I I so need to find the clip. I hope it's on YouTube of Marv Albert on Letterman promoting Pro Stars because Letterman <laughs> is just like at his most dismissive about it. Why don't we find that? Pro I, Stars I YouTube right here was an NBC show. Yeah, let's find that shit. <laughs> Pro Stars was an NBC show in which Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and I forget who the third was. In which they they play themselves. I mean, they're like you know they're real life people, but they also like become superheroes and like you know tell kids to say no to drugs or whatever. I forget exactly what kind of troubles they got into, <laughs> but yeah, it was these three guys, pro stars, as like they, a collision you know, course well, of zaniness. See, I don't know how to work Safari, so I don't know how to open up a separate window where I could just play a separate YouTube. While well, this shoot, I may have to look on my on my amazing telephonic device oh, here. Oh yeah, use your telephonic device. But well, I still need to find also. Estes Perkle telling us that the communist takeover will come with you know in jet with jet. Age speed. Oh no, I think we got the point on that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you prepared for the communists to take over at jet age speed? Are you sure about Sherilyn, that? Sherilyn, the wall fell like 30 years ago. There's not going to be no Soviet. I keep telling That's you. That's just what they want I you keep to telling think. You, the Cold War is over. It's a real plaid nightmare. <laughs> we have a new new kind of war going on. You know, it's like it says in the Bible: the communist greatest trick was convincing the world that they no longer exist. Hashtag. Look it up. Hashtag communists. But yeah, no, Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis's voice in Will, Will Jerry Lewis Please Sit Down was provided by David L. Lander. And the oh, voice of Jerry Lewis yeah. in this movie was brought to you by Sammy Cabrillo. Cabrillo. <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> I don't even know. By Sammy Landshark. Sammy. <laughs> so I wonder what he, you know, I wonder what his uh, career was after this. What he wound up doing. Probably voice like characters. Yeah. Uh, if you do a search for WFMU and Sammy Petrillo, you will find an article written by Dave the Spaz, oh, in which he Spaz. interviews the Sammy Petrillo. It's from like about ten years, ten, ten years ago, when there was actually interesting content on WFMU's website. Oh, I yeah. used to listen to Dave the Spaz in the eighties when I was in New Jersey. It's really strange. They closed down that thing too. They think the the blog. Yeah, yeah, they stopped updating the blog like three or four years ago. Huh. First Aquarius Records now the WFMU blog, or or conversely. It was it, it was conversely. In reverse chronological order, those are two devastating blows. In descending order of importance, WFMU's blog shut down and Aquarius Dave stopped Spaz, updating their content. That's Dave how that Spaz works, right? play anything that's not the Beatles, 1950s, doo-wop, and then uh, punk rock. So that was basically the, the idea. At least during the 80s. Remember, my uh, girlfriend at, at, in those days was a huge fan of uh, the DJ who called himself Fabio. Huh. 
yeah that was like her uh I heard her, I, her big radio crush was him I have to say I heard Church of Subgenius I heard all of that on FMEA during the 80s boo I mean yeah no that makes sense yeah <laughs> I can see that the half hour <laughs> slack, hour I mean, slack. Yeah. <laughs> wait do you guys have dirt to dirt away an exclusive on my podcast <laughs> dirt about the Subgenius Church yeah go <laughs> Gosh, I mean, yeah, all right, they're just great people to be around. Okay, checklist. <laughs> Let's, I just want nothing but a good thing. They're pleasant none, people. None, none, of them, none of them are annoying or frustrating at all. Oh, you can have a look at them in the eye and have a conversation, eh? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was the 80s and I had the book, and uh, so I, I was familiar with, with Hal stuff back then, but it was the uh, hour of Slack, but it was only a half hour. And I thought that was funny. I, you know, in the late 90s, when we suddenly got to the point where you could, like, listen to, like, radio shows, listen to old radio shows on the internet, holy shit. Yeah, I went through the whole Hour of Slack archive yeah. that was on subgenius.com. It was good. It was good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, but after the uh, apocalypse date came and went, and also... It was, it was, Are you suggesting that X Day was a fraud? X Day. Yeah, I think it was. 1994 or something. 1998. 1998. Yeah, it came like and went. This. Yeah. So we're, like... How many down the road of like 2.0s and post Slack? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, Slack for no Slack. And I remember a couple years ago, I remember Hal saying something about how apparently there was some discussion of changing the date of X Day, and you know, staying or whoever wanted to change it, and Hal didn't want them to change it, and because new evidence is disclosed, you know, exactly. Oh, I we didn't see. read the uh, the signs right. It was Forgot like, to that carry the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should just commit to the date. That's part of the joke. Or was it a joke? What do you mean joke? What do you mean joke? <laughs> Joke's on me. You, you can't eat your own stomach. Because Bob's bigger than you. So right now, I think they're finally out of the exterior and they're in a room. So we've gone from the Polynesian. Oh, and they're doing, they're doing kind of a, uh, a funny breakfast thing. I'm the Christian pirate and I'm here to say Jesus is coming your way. Slap shot of painful. Is Fran Tarkenton one of the heroes? He should be. <laughs> Brandon Tarikoff. Pro star. Jordan jams in your face. <laughs> oh, I have this lyric tattooed on my back. I know the <laughs> Pro stars or gold stars? I can't understand that. Thank you, Queen Junior. Jack. Yeah, really kind of trying to go for the jock jams kind of thing here. Jock jams volume two. <laughs> oh boy, your girl was looking at me. Wow, one of them just stopped deforestation from happening. I'm looking at this lady in her... Uh... Pro Stars, it's all about helping kids. So that was a cartoon of yes, Marv that Albert? Yes, that was the second, that was the second <laughs> intro... For the uh, NBC cartoon oh, Pro Stars. Intro. Oh, you know, hey, I just saw the Back to the Future cartoon, and even though it was Christopher Lloyd doing the voice and live action talent, it, the intro and outro, <laughs> so they were like a wave of intro outro, like uh, I guess Ed Grimley and uh, Weird oh Al. yeah, um, and I, I was actually I was actually a big fan of Freddy's Nightmares. 
Oh, and Freddie showed up in the beginning? Which was not a not a cartoon. It was like syndicated on Saturday nights okay. in Fresno anyway. But yeah, no, Robert England as Freddie would uh, he was in the first he was in the very first episode. The very first episode of Freddie's Nightmares was actually a prequel. It actually begins with the original rest of Frederick Krueger. Huh. And we see him like being he's, we see him being, you know, tried. You know, he's like wearing the sweater in the back of the back of the court. It was Robert England. And uh, when we've after he gets you know burnt, then it's Robert England. Oh, I see. But was yeah. it Wes Craven like in Scream One? Uh, no, I don't think Wes Craven had anything to do with that. I think it was purely New Line. <coughs> Excuse me. This movie is probably the best film I've ever seen. Oh and yeah. I've seen two movies so far. Well, now you're just showing off, aren't you? I just watched. Oh, I'm Mike Spiegelman. I've seen two, two movies. movies. I oh, Gorilla. La di da. And three men and a baby. But I bet you haven't seen all of the Police Academy films. Of course, I've seen. Well, you were with me. We we have them. They're out there. If uh, I don't remember that, I'll put them in the no, show. I don't notes. think that happened. We actually have it archived here at MutinyRadio.fm. What um, does happen? I don't think anything happens here. <laughs> Sherilyn and I watched, uh, riffed all seven Police Academy movies, uh, including our favorite, Mission to Moscow. <laughs> That's my least favorite. I could, these guys should have made more movies. I mean, all you had to do, they were just a uh, Martin Lewis knockoff. You just go and you put yeah. them in a different set. How difficult is that? Come on. We have William Bodine behind the camera. I can't believe Black Sheep ripped off this movie scene by scene. It really is a shame, isn't it? I just replaced Sammy with with Chris. You know, I've, I've been meaning to confess this for a long time now, and I think this is the right time to do it. I prefer Tommy Boy to Black Sheep. There, I said it. A lot of people prefer Tommy Boy to Black Sheep. I am not one of them. <laughs> You're not one of them? Uh, well, uh, fuck you, sir. There's a San Francisco comic who uh, writes for Film Drunk, and he had a big, long uh, co- uh, column saying he prefers Tommy Boy. But I prefer Black Sheep. It's a. It's what was a, what, what was this guy's name? Vince Mancetti, Mancini. He has his own podcast. I might as well plug it called Frostcast. But he works for Film Drunk for years. Is he the? I, I, there's, you wouldn't necessarily know this. Is he the uh, local like film buff comedian guy whose Twitter icon is of a, him like wearing like a Starbucks apron? Does that sound? Maybe one of the two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, it probably narrows it down. I think his his uh, Twitter handle sits around the topic of him as film drunk. Uh, film drunk. So. Huh. Okay. But he's a good. Just guy. Just remember, if it was the guy who it's was behind guy. me at the Interstellar screening who. Then later, you know, Bobby. wrote like a scathing blog post about, you know, how during the times when the film stopped and we had to wait, uh-huh. you know, the fact he, that he some, painted you in a wrong light. Oh, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I, I found it hilarious. But just like just talked about like, you know, me and another critic were actually like we were just decided to have fun because we had to wait. And when the movie came back on, the sound was out of sync. So we were making jokes. <laughs> and he didn't like that? Oh, yeah. No, he described it as like, you know, one of the worst experiences of my life. So Mind you, we, we were in an IMAX theater where there were like 12 of us spread out. As I can't he was sitting behind us. Well, fuck you. Move for starters. And yeah, I was just. And the, and the film was not working. It's like we were not ruining anything. Right. Oh yeah, it was definitely out of whack. It wasn't. You weren't able to absorb anything. Well, that's funny. Uh, heckling an IMAX, no matter what the crowd is. Yeah. Yeah. We had a few a few minutes of fuck it. I'm, I, and again, the, the the sound was off. The sound was from like an early, hour earlier into the film, so it was completely incoherent anyway. So well, yeah, just funny. yelled at the fucking screen. Well, maybe but it was the just little screen a bad day. won't go away. <laughs> 
Well, maybe so it's So who is the ghost voice that we're hearing in the room right now? Uh, that is Bella. Well, okay, so this movie, I have it on the speakers. Oh, they just turned him into a gorilla. This is where I, I paid money to see. A gorilla? A gorilla. By the way, that was great Rick Baker special effects we just witnessed. They oh. just superimposed a picture of a gorilla, a guy in a gorilla suit over a guy. You want to know what it is? It's this, this, uh, this machine, actually, is still... Playing crap? Yeah. Here, pull down three and four. Pull down three and four? Oh, boy. Oh, on the sub thing. Oh, I have it down. It shouldn't work. On the, well, I paused it. That should be fine. Oh, yeah. So I don't have to deal with the obtrusive sub mixer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. I have the sub mixer <laughs> off, not not to uh, obtrusive talk by shop. Newmark. So this is the scene where they turn Dean Martin into a gorilla. Oh my gosh! I ba- like how he's Bella. Bela Bela Lugosi and his Polynesian so Igor the, there. You know, his actor actually did. Ooh, have it's getting funky lab. out there. They're saying that his characters on screen and his uh, and his personality are the same. That he actually has a laboratory and he's a mad scientist. Beta Lugosi? That's yeah. A bit, yeah, okay. And uh, even though he passed away, we see him on uh, YouTube, so he's undead. And you know, speaking of that, I I always had, as much as I loved the movie, I had issues with, uh, with Danny McBride in This Is The End. Because? Because he was so much playing Kenny Powers. It's like all everyone else is kind of able to believe. It's like I believe this is what they're like in real life, right? And he was but with that him, stick. he was so playing like the standard Danny McBride character. And well, like even if he is like that in real life, it's still kind of like oddly enough, it was like to me it felt like the least realistic thing about this film about you know the apocalypse and you know and Satan rising. Yeah, it's interesting that they made him Satan, the villain. Satan, Nietas, Nietas, Nietas. Oh, hey, you know what's funny about Natos is that if you spell it backwards... It's dog. <laughs> so fucking boom. Yeah. I just I just blew Mike Spiegelman's mind. Speaking of which, where's Dean Martin? All I see is a gorilla in a cage and, and Jerry. Yeah. That's so weird. Oh, he is the gorilla. <laughs> oh, there's the gorilla. Oh, it's on a unicycle with a horn, as they do. Uh, this is the best podcast ever. Thank you so much for showing up, gorilla, on a unicycle with a horn. <laughs> Please like Gorilla on a Unicycle and a Horn on, on iTunes and leave a comment and subscribe. This movie is where, like, you know, and Bill like Murray plays himself. You know, like, there's cameos of, of actors playing themselves and they kind of hide in it, but I've never seen any film where... Films where Bill Murray plays himself. Uh, Zombieland. Zombieland. Uh, Space Jam. Space Jam, yes. And he always does this bullshit, like, oh, I'm just a humble guy. Thank you for the credit. I'm not a difficult human being at all. No. No, no not at all. I'm not awful to be with. Not me. I'm just humble Bill Murray. And there, the, I said it. <laughs> and he's one of those one of those people who he's like super hip. And some people say, Oh yeah, I love Bill Murray so much. And like, you know, he's like very much has like a certain like legendary status going to him. And yet his movies don't do well. Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah, a very right. uh, Bill Murray Christmas from like, you know, this past December. Oh, I'm sure nobody watched Yeah, that. nobody saw that. You know, Rock the Casbah flopped hard. I watched about 15 minutes of it. Uh, Rock the Casbah? I'm not a big Barry Levinson fan. I can't watch his movies. Unless it's Man of the Century or Toys, but other than that. I accept that. I yeah. do. Uh, 
Yeah, he's like he's uh, everyone loves him, but he has made like fifteen movies. He made a movie where he's FDR and he gets blowjobs from his cousin or some shit like that. Hyde Park on Hudson. God, so, that got terrible reviews. That was like zero yeah. percent of Rotten Tomatoes time right there. But that was with oh, have you seen the the Roman Coppola movie the, the with uh, Charles Swan or whatever? It was? Oh, the Charlie Sheen one. Yeah, like inside the mind of Charles Swan three third, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the three. That was the third movie. Yeah, it was the last one of the trilogy. I believe there was a I I I after. Uh, after the, his, his name and the title, Charles Swan the Third. But anyway, no, no, I'd like Bill like, Murray shows I didn't up see in, like that, anyone in a Western outfit, and it's just like you know, I, he's a prop, and he shouldn't be, you know, but what have you? Yeah, he's no Sammy and uh, Buck. Well, and I will say he doesn't have much screen time, but. He is terrific in the new Ghostbusters, and his cameo actually has an important plot function. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, okay, if a man is a plot part of uh, Ghostbusters, I'll go see it. There you go. Yeah, I was a little nervous. I mean, of course, your childhood will still be ruined by the fact that it's not guys being Ghostbusters. I, my childhood was ruined by Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> and Ghostbusters Shut up. 1. Ghostbusters Shut up. 1, it's like no, the there, nothing ruined Ghostbusters until now. Shut up. In 1984, The Village Voice opened my eyes when it told me it was nothing more than a Reagan movie, pro-Reagan movie, and I agree with The, the Village Voice. Fuck everything that written in The Village Voice. <laughs> the Village Voice has, has been, is, and will always be all lies. According to you, yuppie. Well, and I would know. I should know. I write for the Village Voice, so I'm telling you, it is all lies. You want to gentrify St. Mark's Place? It's not. I do happen. want to gentrify St. Mark's Place. Is that in? Is that like across? Is that in Castro Valley? Where is that exactly? That's in Castro Valley. It's in Castro Valley. Yeah. Okay. It's across the street. So this looks like Money from Home. You ever see that one when Jerry mm-hmm. plays? Oh, a yeah. veterinarian. It's a K- 3D K- movie. K. Rob and I watched. All the Jerry Lewis films. I saw that in 3D. And back, all the Martin Lewis. Back in the 20 years ago when 3D was big again. Uh, yeah, they go horse racer. So Jerry has like a bunch of, tends to a bunch of animals like he's doing right now. Except this animal is telling him that he's his old As I say, is this, I believe the Brooklyn Gorilla is singing to him right now. He's like, you're Buck Mitchell. Because <laughs> he's, he's not really a gorilla. Sammy Petrillo, huge fan. <laughs> what do you mean he's not really a gorilla? It's his I'm partner. looking there and I'm seeing a gorilla. The, the title this is ain't like, no John Landis nonsense. That's an actual goddamn no, gorilla this right is there. Slock right here. This is a banana monster. Banana monster. <laughs> oh yeah, trading places. Trading places. You're the. Oh. oh shit! Now that you bring up, now that you bring up the name of the uh, <clears throat> the re-release version of Schlock. Yeah. It's Banana Monster. Banana Monster. The only jo- the only John Landis movie I can sit through. I love I love all his movies. Well, the great thing about Banana Monster is in the uh, the trailer for it, uh, the way the way the announcer pronounces the word the name Banana Monster. How does he say? Oh, all right. The director of Animal House. From the dawn of man comes Banana Monster. <laughs> <laughs> a beast from 20 million years ago stalks the streets of today. A love stranger than King Kong. A monster more powerful than Godzilla. See, a small California town learn the true meaning of terror. Bananas! Oh, the National he's Guard. <laughs> this is going to yeah, be the best here. sense. They're playing music from the state. The National Guard powerless before the awesome creature. This movie's so boring. Why not? Banana monster. Can nothing stop it? Can anything stop it? Can't stop. Would it stop it? 
No one's gonna go, this sounds great. Let's go bring the family to Banana Monster. First birth of a nation. I'm sold. I want to then, see this movie. Gone with the wind. So you're listening to racist films? Okay. A space odyssey. Love story. See you next Wednesday. Oh, now, there we go. John Landis. There is no place to hide. No one is safe from Banana Monster. Banana Monster. Banana Monster. Banana Monster. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. See you next Tuesday. There's a John Landis. See you next cameo. Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, Wednesday. See you next Tuesday is my version. <laughs> Uh, wow, yeah, so I don't want to sit through that movie. No. It sounds like a funny trailer parody. <laughs> well, I'm not going to sit through the 78 You're not going to sit through all of Banana Monster. <laughs> well, we could do that so next you, week. You, you would sit through all of Bela Lugosi. Bela Lugosi yeah. meets a Brooklyn Gorilla, but not through all of Banana Monster. Bela Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla is a, is a landmark of American pop culture. That's it's true. when uh, a beloved star has gone to the point where he puts his name with a gorilla. And it really stars a, a ripoff of Martin Lewis. I mean, it, it buries the lead. It should be like, yeah. we're fucking ripping off Martin Lewis, and Bell Lugosi has his name on it, and he plays himself even though he's a mad scientist. Well, you want to know what the real sign of, um, sign of lack of confidence in the film was on the part of the distributors? Was when they dropped the subtitle. Because, of course, the original f- title was, Bela Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. Dawn of Justice. <laughs> and then at some point they were like, oh, they got cold feet. Yeah, they yeah. got cold feet about it. Like, so let's, let's drop the Dawn of Justice from that. Instead of having him meet the Brooklyn Gorilla, can he just be V, the yeah, Brooklyn Gorilla? Yeah, Bela V, Brooklyn Gorilla, Dawn of Justice. It's actually a Brooklyn Gorilla. So V, a Brooklyn Gorilla. <laughs> could be any, which, any group Brooklyn Gorilla. Which Brooklyn Gorilla are we V? Brooklyn Gorilla. A Gotham Gorilla? You can tell because he's wearing uh, skinny jeans. It's from Brooklyn. <laughs> That's my Brooklyn joke. <laughs> uh, I really half-heartedly take told that, that. Take that, hipsters. Take that, Brooklyn. They shot girls next door, actually, here. They're not even in Brooklyn. What a fucking rip-off this movie. It's like Jason Takes Manhattan. Right. Speaking of Brooklyn, there's actually a new documentary coming out called The Witness, which is by Kitty Genovese's younger brother. Oh, I heard about it. The the murder victim. Yeah. 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 And it's about him in, you know, investigating the circumstances of her death and particularly the, you know, the the officially accepted number that 38 people watched and didn't do anything. And he like actually like goes into the paperwork and like just investigates and finds out, was it really 38 people? Basically, that number was made up. It was like made up by the New York Times, and everyone assumed it was like, "Oh, well, the New York Times says 38 people watched her be killed and didn't do anything." Sounds like it was a reported in the Times. Movie. Oh, fantastic date movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Bill Genovese, who's not the director, but he's like, you know, the he's like, you know, the film is about him. It's about him investigating this and trying to find closure for his city for his sister's death. Uh, he's an amputee. Uh, part uh, he went he went he volunteered in Vietnam. After his sister was killed, because he believed the 38 people didn't do anything, story was like, you know, I have to do something. I have to do my part. Oh, I see. Nobody else is doing my part, so I am going to join the army and go to Vietnam to like to try to like you know do the right thing because nobody else is doing the right thing. And he lost his legs in the process. So yeah, it's a fantastic date movie. Well, I definitely want to check out the 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 witness. That sounds good. Let's watch it now. 
Yeah, Slats. Let's, well, <laughs> let's watch Kitty, good movie Kitty Genovese meets a Brooklyn gorilla. <laughs> Dawn of Justice. I think they're, they're finally doing their nightclub act right now. Finally, like 20, five minutes of the movie. Uh-oh, there's two gorillas. Oh, oh, I think you realize you got the wrong gorilla. You know what we need to do, actually? You big ape here. You big stupid ape. We need, to, we need to start a Kickstarter in order to make it an official change that Electric Boogaloo is no longer the go-to sequel title joke, but rather Dawn of Justice. There you go. I oh, realize par- sequel? Yeah. I realize that part of like the Electric Boogaloo thing is the fact that it rhymes with two. Right. But nobody uses two anymore. But nobody yeah. nobody, knew, nobody numbers their sequels anymore. So we, we drop off Electric Boogaloo and everything from now on. Well, it's it like doesn't nice. have to rhyme, yeah. Yeah. We well, should have know, been Now You See Me, Dawn of Justice, for example. Well, I always, Electric Boogaloo bothered me because at the end of Breaking, it says, check out our sequel in the end credits, Electric Boogaloo, comma, Breaking 2. And then I th- Well, you know where I stand on this. Okay, please. That I have actually for a very long time pointed out that officially the title is Electric Boogaloo, Breaking 2. Not Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. I concur. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if nothing else, if we go by the, you know, bring it back around to Banana Monster, John Landis, if we go by his rule that the screen, the title on screen is the title of the film, right? then indeed it is Ghostbusters Answer the Call. I mean, sorry, then indeed it is, uh, fuck me, I forgot the name of the Sock? movie I was talking about. Sock? Banana ah. Monster. <laughs> Banana, Banana Monster, Dawn of Justice, yes. Electric Boogaloo. Oh, oh thank you. Break Electric Boogaloo Breaking 2. Thank you. That's Let's, how it appears they, on the screen? That's how it appears on the screen. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. always thought the sequel joke was funnier when you said Electric Boogaloo, you know, Grease 2, you know, whatever I think the movie so is. Too. <laughs> Instead of Grease 2, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo, Last House on the Left 2. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Fed Ultimate House. Fed Ultimate Left. <clears throat> Yeah, they have Cabin a- Fever 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, wait, there's another house? Okay. There's so yeah. many houses. <laughs> house Last two. house on the left is not the one that's, it's not the house by Cemetery Row, nor is it the house across from the cemetery. It's very easy to get those all confused. So many houses. Uh, is it the last house on the left? That's the thing is, it's not. Yeah. Actually, that was like, I think it was the distributor who decided to name it that. I can't believe I watched that movie and then I watched the remake of that movie. Like, what was wrong with me? Why would what I see it? What is wrong with you? Oh, I just saw I Spit in My Grave. Oh, yeah, I'll watch the remake. I know it's not as good. I Spit on My Grave is one where I just, again, Joe Bob Briggs did, did a commentary on it. Oh, I'm sure with his eyes. And I, yeah, I eyes. watched it with his commentary and it was much more tolerable to say the least mm-hmm. much, much like watching Bela Lugosi meets a broken gorilla with our commentary that's the idea of this podcast yeah. is that bad movies this are is a much better to sit through you can't sit yeah. through a bad movie so no we're gonna you help you can't. we've helped you for this last hour you're welcome you're welcome please contribute to our to our kickstarter to change <laughs> Electric Boogaloo to be the official sequel joke and of course as we discussed before K-Rod arrived we would like you to contribute to our GoFundMe in order to raise the five dollars to have someone make a a um, theme song for this show on Fiverr.com just go to mutinyradio.fm it will send you to psrcollective.org mm-hmm. and then you go to contact us and there'll yep. be a street address just write a care of me Mike Spiegelman exactly I just well, send, you yeah. email me. $5 for our Kickstarter. We yeah. need to raise $5 to send to Fiverr.com to get a theme song made. Yeah, and then I will pay you $5 for a different theme song. Exactly. I can't Sorry. believe it myself. Oh, no. shit. We already, <laughs> have, we already have an entry. <laughs> Wait, that's the greatest record hero. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, that's an original theme song. 
I think Here we that, come. A theme song. Yeah, like, walking down the street. So far, that's original. Okay, good. <laughs> You're on thin ice so far. Oh, he dreamt the whole thing. We're an hour and nine minutes into Dreams this movie with five minutes really left. <laughs> and this whole hour-long movie was just <laughs> a dream. It's a gorilla. <laughs> it's, it's fucking rip-off. What a rip-off. Oh, the, God, that's nerdy. All right. The stuff I just talked over never happened. This never happened. You weren't here. Hey, it's John C. Rally. No, wait, no, it's not. If a movie is a full dream, then why did I watch it? I mean, what was the point? It's not concrete. Okay, I, I have our new theme song here. Let's watch a full eight movie it's on YouTube with Marv Albert and other sports figures. Brandon Tartikoff thought this was a good idea. Hey, Marlene Dietrich's on the screen. Dick Eversall agreed. She's hot. Just wanted to put that out there. Watch this whole movie. Oh, Sammy is getting a boner right now. Look, it's the actual stunt actor. By the way, he actually said jock jams. <laughs> Let's watch a full lathe movie. No, I think we have a winner. See, I told you the Kickstarter works. Well, I don't know what sports is, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't feel comfortable with this song. Um, thank you. Technically it's either sport or sports ball. Oh look, Bell Lagosi is their head waiter. That's Nobody calls it sports. <laughs> we just missed the twist ending. It's just a Huey Lewis from the news album. Exactly. So it was not only was it a dream while a Wizard of Oz, but Bell Lagosi is the head waiter of the restaurant they work at. And it's a hula girl Polynesian restaurant. So he basically dreamt oh, about his It's a size job. twelve right there. I wonder what's gonna happen. There's that woman he likes. Or she likes him. Oh no, a fat woman. She had drive home safely. He's scared by a large Polynesian woman. He's scared of a large nightclub he actually working at. So they're in the nightclub entertainment act. Yeah. He fell asleep before their number. Boing, 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 and boing. that was the movie. It was his dream. <laughs> this Fuck. is this is this is very Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like running running away from a large woman. But Pirates of the Caribbean was a dream. It actually happened IRL. This the whole movie was not IRL. It was oh, a dream. We sat through. A, this didn't happen. Okay. It was a dream of a Jerry Lewis impersonator. That's how we sat through. By sat through ignored. Oh, they're going to do their club act. Here we go. So they used to do back at the Copa. Hello there. No, no, no. It's not the hello (laughs) there guy. (laughs) I got the world on this street. Oh, it's a different Jerry Lewis and Marlon. So clearly the next movie has to be Last of the Secret Agents. Since you had had to go and invoke the uh, the hey there guy whose name is... Who who is that, Rob? uh, Martin Rossi. Martin Rossi, thank you. Alan Rossi. Alan Rossi, that's who it was. Marty Allen. Marty Marty Allen. Hello there. Hello there. I got the world on a string. I say, someone stole my car. Did you, did you get a description? No, but I got the license plate number. Boom, boom. I had I had a lot of their albums actually. Oh, uh, the Martin Rossi. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, is that Martin, right? That sounds like a like a liquor brand. No, it was Martin Rossi. Martini Spumanti. There was Thank a you. there was a Batman <laughs> album with Dick with uh, Bill Keen on the cover. Uh, okay. Martin Rossi album with with Batman. Oh, all right. Yeah. Interesting. Based on the popularity of the comic book. The End. The End right. is a Jack Broder production. The End on a Song. The End, starring Burt, Burt Reynolds and... Now 20 and minutes worth of credits. Dom DeLuise, coming, coming next week. So let's wow, watch look at all the movie. effects houses. Wow. Wow. Oh, wait a minute. I got it. Colin Benoit even worked on this one. He works on everything. 
Oh man! So that true was, story about uh, the Florence Foster Jenkins film. Yes. It is the second movie about the true about about this real life person to come out in the course of a year. There was actually a, there was a French film called Marguerite that came out. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't even last year. It was earlier this year. That was about a French French version of this same story. That's crazy. I know, isn't it? That's like, really crazy. Two two movies about the same person coming out within a year. That has never happened once. Well, that movie's already out in Europe. It certainly didn't happen with Truman Capote. That's true, for sure. The, the Meryl Streep movie already came out in oh, Europe. It already did? Probably just rub it in France's face. Yeah. Yeah. Bam! Well, take that, France. Uh, what did we... So, thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah. K-Rob, great to have you. Uh, Pete Goldie's not here. <laughs> Harpo. Make that two hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, make that two hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. Shirley Connolly, great hey, to that's have me. you here. Thank you, it was a uh, pleasure. Head head curator, head head cheese of uh, Bad Movie Night Posse. It's gone a little bit bad since Bad Movie Night does not does no longer exist. But a new group has existed. Well, sort of, yeah. I mean, ori- so originally, as you as you may know, it was going to be like, uh, Jeff Ross from SF Indie Fest was like, hey, you want to like bring back Bad Movie Night as a monthly thing at the Roxy and we can kick it off at Indie Fest? I was like, sure, that sounds great. That sounds great. And then like a few weeks before Indie Fest, I was looking on the Roxy's calendar. I was like, I'm not seeing it listed as a month. It's there for Indie Fest, but not as a monthly thing. And we haven't talked about it. So I emailed him. He was like, yeah, we decided against doing it as a monthly thing because your Indie Fest show wasn't selling very well. And then nobody really showed up to our Indie Fest show. And then we did it again for Doc Fest. And even fewer people showed up to that one. But people came to Space Jam, right? People came to Space Jam, yeah. So that was the last like iteration of it, right? Well, no, because we, we also did it at Doc Fest. Yeah, we did oh, a documentary. Okay. Yeah, we did the principle, the movie about how Copernicus was wrong and the Earth oh, really is the right, center right, right, of the universe. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go to that. You one. sure didn't go to that one. <laughs> yeah, I believe there was a crowd in that one. I did not notice you yeah. weren't there. Things are bringing it up. <laughs> well, hopefully it's still out there. Yeah, uh, he hasn't brought it up again, so I don't know if we'll do something for Hole in the Head, which I think is the next uh, indie fest. Uh, every always fest. Yeah. Uh, and also, you have a new book out. You want? To... Uh, not yet. It's coming no. out sometime next year, probably next, probably around next March or so. Okay. It is a nonfiction critical, uh, nonfiction history and cultural study of My Little Pony, of the whole franchise. So the full title the whole, is the whole franchise. The full title of the book is Ponyville Confidential: The History and Culture of My Little Pony, 1981 to 2016. Now, is it true that Fluttershy doesn't use her own voice? That that just uses her name and then just goes off for Applejack? I heard Applejack doesn't use her own voice, like Mom and Ali did. Well, and this of course ties back into our previous thing about like real but, life people doing their voices on Saturday morning cartoons. You know, yellow summer. It is true. The real life too. Fluttershy does not do her voice on Friendship Is Magic. That's yeah. true. She actually, interestingly enough, gets David Olander to do it. David Olander yeah. of uh, Jerry Lewis fame. Yeah, and you mentioned Applejack. Same there as well. And Lorenzo Music does Applejack's voice. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So, what was the story about the real uh, Ghostbusters uh, card Saturday morning cartoon that Eddie Hudson got turned down? Ernie Hudson. Ernie, oh, Ernie Hudson, Hudson, the actor, actually auditioned to play the uh, uh, cartoon character. To, to play Vedemore, v- 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 Winston, Winston Vedemore, right? Vedemore with a Z, yes. As long as he's a guy, I don't care. As long <laughs> exactly. as that Ghostbusters male, and that he got turned down. So you know it happens. That sounds plausible. Yeah. Okay, Rob, what's going on? What? what uh, <laughs> anything you want to plug? <laughs> You know, well, very, very interesting. So, I, Henry, what do you know? What do you yes. know, Henry? <laughs> well, I had a chance to buy a television, and I didn't. Ah. Uh. Yay! Stick it to the man. And has the Blu-ray player arrived yet? No, it hasn't. No, okay. All right. Well, no. It, it should be here. It, I mean, it's it, the last day of its like window is tomorrow. Sure. So, like it should. It, it should, should, there, should arrive right? tomorrow. Yeah. Well, hopefully your television will arrive tomorrow and you can watch some TV or do whatever you need to do on it. It's an on your curved television. You kind of need to watch television. 
you do kind of need to watch television. <laughs> I love feedback. If anyone has any comments to go to, we have a blogspot page. Oh, uh, feedback? Cool. Where's the speaker? Let me see if I can. Oh, no, no more feedback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> response. Decide uh, if you want feedback or not, really. Uh, so, yeah, definitely uh, respond on the girls' emotions like that. Uh, so that has been the show, and thank you guys so much. We're gonna uh, just hang out for a little bit, and then uh, get. Oh, get better going. time to turn up Robo DJ. Oh wait, no, there's no Robo DJ here. That's not a thing. Is that a thing? Wiggle the white mouse. Wiggle the white mouse. Oh, ah. oh, there we go. There we go. All right. Yeah. Before we go, uh, I definitely want to thank you guys for being here, and I want to play the theme song again because I really enjoy that theme song. Rocks. Uh, wait, what is it? Star Rock? Rock Jams? Pro Stars. <laughs> punch. Pro Stars. No, it's not Pro Stars. Oh, it's not Pro Stars yet. I'm not going to let we this still, thing We still need to get the $5 yet. Kickstarter fulfilled before we can do Pro Stars. This must never end. <laughs> All right, hang on a second. Yeah, way ahead of you there, I think. I'm not going to let the show end. The show's not over, guys. Is the show over yet? No. All right, here we go. We're going to play this. Oh, wait, i got to stick this in. All right, bye. Okay. Oh, we're, getting, we're starting to get calls finally. Show's over, right? Close.
uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Okay. Are uh, you you're on the air? You're on the air. about agriculture and cultivation. Uh, talking about uh, agriculture, corn, and the dirty things that are happening in society. Which Donald Trump? Well, yeah, I should watch out for that. I, I don't know. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Well, thank, you, thank you so much for calling. All right, bye.
ever notice the color of my robes? They're bright and shining like they got no Stay right there forever till tomorrow it is gone. Hey!